Good morning, good morning, and happy Thursday from the farm. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil, where I talk about topics related to the farmers and ranchers that use hydroponic practices to grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. I am your host, Sean Short, and today is January 5th, 2023. Thank you for being with us on this beautiful This episode, I shall discuss hydroponic clover. Clover is a legume, and it originates from Europe and Central Asia. It's mostly grown in temperate and subtropical regions of the world, and there are over 300 species of clover alone. However, only a few of them are used in agriculture. Researchers hypothesize that the ones we use in agriculture come from species that are found in Africa, the British Isles, the Mediterranean regions, and Central Asia. Clovers are related to alfalfa. We learned in the episode on alfalfa that alfalfa is sometimes called canary clover. Clover is a plant that is foraged by wildlife, including bears, game animals, and birds. We've mentioned how other beasts and exotics love hydroponic fodder, and here there is some evidence of them foraging some of these plants in the wild. The flowers of clover are highly attractive to bees, and clover honey is one of the most common secondary products of clover cultivation and the most commonly uh, used product to make honey. Clover is useful for its forage and silage for some of the same reasons that it makes good silage for corn. It produces an abundant crop, it's very palatable to livestock, and it's extremely nutritious. It's also very appropriate to be pastured by itself or put in mixes. Now, because of this usefulness, a lot of ancient farmers considered clover to be the holy trinity. I find that pretty interesting. Now, clover sprouts are very popular for human consumption. Native Americans foraged for clover and they ate the clover plants raw. The clover roots were also cooked, dried, or even smoked, though they didn't have something like we do today and had to smoke it themselves. Several species of clover are extensively cultivated as forage plants. The most cultivated clover varieties are going to be white clover and red clover. Most of the research on clover comes from the southern hemisphere. And that's because clover is a very important crop to Australian and New Zealand farmers. It is a very common feedstock for sheep and other pastured livestock in their agricultural systems. There is even a variety of white clover called New Zealand clover. So it's no surprise that a plant named after a country would also be economically important. 
Clover contributes a little over $3 billion New Zealand dollars to their economy. However, clover is not studied in regard to hydroponic fodder, so a lot more work needs to be done. The same is true with water use efficiency of hydroponically grown clover fodder. Yet we do know from studies done on similar crops like alfalfa and cowpea that hydroponic legumes are efficient with their use of water. The clover research from New Zealand looked at the drought stress issues related to the entire clover industry and researchers on the South Island did that because they needed to understand how the water stress on clover affects farmers so that those farmers could manage their pastures more efficiently. These researchers, for example, uh, they grew out a bunch of varieties of white clover for 30 days to show out which one of those varieties used the least water. And all the clover studies that they did showed that there is a very low water use efficiency for field grown clover. The water use efficiency they reported at was somewhere around three. So it's very understandable that there is a need to look at the drought stress issues related to the clover industry. And like other legumes, clover is an ideal candidate for hydroponic fodder. The hydroponic fodder yields for clover also don't really exist. There are some studies done by Egyptian researchers which show promising results. They were able to take three day old clover sprouts and get a four time increase in yield from seed to sprout. This is similar to what we've seen with other legumes, though more data needs to be established. The nutrition data that we have from hydroponically grown clover also comes from Egypt. The initial studies show that hydroponic clover fodder like alfalfa is higher in crude protein and vitamins A, E, and C in comparison to field grown clover and clover that is in different hay mixes. We also know from the alfalfa studies that sprouting improves a legume's nutritional value and quality compared to its fresh forage and hayed counterpart. And we learned with corn that sprouting improves the B vitamin contents in comparison to the seed. So hydroponic clover is likely to be high in B vitamins and some of those other minerals. Clover sprouts studied have more crude protein than the dry seeds when they are compared on a dry weight basis. Now, again, I said data was very limited 
And it was the same Egyptian researchers that showed clover sprouts had almost a 54% crude protein content, which is significantly less than the reported values from other farmers and researchers. For example, the ones in New Zealand saw 13 to 25% in their protein values of the field forages that they were studying. These higher protein contents in hydroponic clover are promising for feedstock, but more research needs to be done because 54% crude protein is almost unbelievable. And based on some of the other research that I have seen, it can be corroborated in other areas. So I'd like to see the data that shows that this is true. I would also love to hear from you or read any of your thoughts. Please feel free to shoot me over an email at sean at thinkingoutsidethesoil.com. That's S-E-A-N, like Sean Penn. Or you can leave a comment below. I don't always get the chance to reply, but I do read every comment and every email. If you want to learn more about how hydroponic fodder helps farmers save water, improve livestock quality, and become better stewards, please check out thinkingoutsidethesoil.com. I'm running a special offer right now so you can get a free copy of the book. I bought a bunch of them and all I'm asking is that you take care of the shipping and handling. So this is a way better deal than you could find online at Amazon or even at your local Bix. So don't miss out on the next agricultural revolution. And thank you for being with me on another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below. Leave me a rating in review and follow the show. Don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health Blended Sprouting Mix. Our mix has been shown to get the best eggs and create the healthiest flocks. With feed costs going up, right now's the time to lock in a subscription so that you can get the best eggs without having to go to the grocery store or the feed store anymore. Check out the links below to get yourself some Blooming Health Blended Sprouting Mix.